I am Jan Scruggs, founder of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial here in Washington, D.C., and uh, I'm here with uh, Mr. James Pierce. Uh, James was uh, wounded in combat in 2012 in Afghanistan, and uh, he's ha had a very interesting life, and uh, it's more interesting because he's now in charge of a lot of the volunteers and a lot of the activity at the various memorials in Washington, D.C., and the one that we have a particular interest in is the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. And uh, James, I want to ask you, because uh, people here may not understand this, but a lot of people in the Washington area have this burning desire to wash the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. And uh, you and others uh, make it very easy for them to do it but uh, there's a little waiting period. And why don't you tell me a little bit about this? Hi, uh, so thanks for having me, Jan. Uh, my name is Park Ranger James Pierce, and I'm a group volunteer coordinator for National Mall Memorial Parks. And what I do is I oversee the wall washing program at Vietnam, Korea, and also American Veteran Disabled for Life Memorial. Uh, we help groups come in from all over the world to help um, our sacred memorials to honor them and also preserve them uh, so that everybody can enjoy a pristine and a unique experience. So what I do is um, I work in conjunction with the Trust for the National Mall, and we use an online web page for people to sign up, and it's first come, first serve, and simply go to the website, log in, and submit two dates, and each group and organization is uh, gifted two dates to wash the wall. Yeah. Now, let's pretend I'm coming to Washington, D from London, and I say, uh, I'd like to wash the wall. How long of a waiting list is there for me or the average citizen to go and wash the wall? So there is, um, we typically book out within the first two months. We start the planning process in November, um, and it comes on first come, first serve available basis uh, with the only caveat it would take three years to wash the wall on Memorial Day because we have <laughs> uh, groups that want that specific day. So any other date besides Memorial Day, um, we can pretty much accommodate your wishes. So uh, what we do is we wash it every Saturday and um, alternate it on Saturdays and Sundays from basically May 6th all the way to November uh, 12th. So we stop around the November time frame. Well, it's, it's really important to, because this uh, they have some beautiful uh, granite that the memorial is made of, but the birds love it too. So, you know, they, they yes, drop they by. Do. Yeah. And uh, it just kind of sticks out. So I'm when I'm there, I'm constantly just kind of taking a, a rag or something or sponge and just kind of getting them out because uh, it's un unsightly. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So one, one of the things for the preservation of the wall that um, you've already handed on the, the bird uh, droppings is also the old residue from family members, because whenever Maya Lynn designed the memorial, it was also supposed to be a reflection. So you can see yourself. But then whenever you uh, you see yourself, it, it helps you remember that loved one. And people like to touch the wall. But the old from the residue um, is is impacted on the wall. So we're there to, to get that off as well. Yeah. 
tell me uh, about how many volunteers do you have on the, the, the mall? And tell me a little bit of the things that they actually do. Oh, yes, sir. So I also oversee our regular uh, group volunteer um, organizations that come in, the, especially the bigger ones like John Deere, REI. I roughly see around two to 5,000 volunteers a year, and I average around 215 projects a year. Uh, so it, it kind of varies from year to year of, of the requests that I get, but um, it, it, it all kind of varies. Yeah. Well, interesting. Here's a army sergeant, former army sergeant, and all of a sudden <laughs> you have more troop more troops than uh, <laughs> than a battalion, a guy, a battalion commander in uh, in the U.S. Army today. Uh, now, what do you do for a hobby? What do you do? I mean, that looks like a kind of job. There would be a certain amount of stress, you know, disagreements of this and that. What do you do to relax and and uh, help yourself recover from another day at hard week, hard work? Um, for me, it's, it's kind of self-preservation because I'm up on my feet a lot. And it, if I'm walking too much or if I'm climbing too much on top of the trucks and uh, I do very physical activities like putting down mulch, I have to go and get therapy. Um, I go to Massage MV. I go to the chiropractor. Unfortunately, I have to go to Walter Reed about three to four times a year for um retrofits for my brace i see uh can you tell our vast listening audience <laughs> what this brace looks like just kind of describe it in a few words and it uh it helps you become mobile i mean you can walk you can walk a couple of miles right uh, yes sir so without the brace i can walk approximately about a mile one mile without it, but yeah. with it, I've done the largest I've ever done was 14 miles in Hawaii. Uh, it, it allows me to run and, and basically have a normal lifestyle. So the, the creator of the brace was Ryan Black. He is now uh, stationed out in Washington, but the official name for it is the Ideo brace, which is endoscopic dynamic exoskeleton. And it encompasses uh, I have a limb salvage from the dexterity of injuries uh, that I sustained while in Afghanistan. So I chose not to be uh, what's called a BK, which is a below the knee amputee. I decided to save my uh, lower extremity uh, just because once you you cut it off and you have a lot of health problems. So I, I fought very hard to to keep it. And I'm, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Uh can you tell, I was wounded in the Vietnam War with a grenade fragments from an RPG. And, you know, it was the most dramatic thing that ever happened in my life <laughs> before then and since then. You know, just thinking that you're going to die. And and uh, so after I was hit, I fired my rifle off. And, and then I just kind of said, I, I can't shoot this thing anymore because my, my right hand was paralyzed. <laughs> And uh, I just said, I guess I'm going to die. So I said the Lord's Prayer and some guys found me. What happened when, when you were wounded? I think people are interested to hear stories like this. I was um, in Coast Providence, Afghanistan. And unfortunately, I was hit on a blue and green incident where a, you know, or 
a Afghanistan uniformed police officer came up and blew himself up. So it killed three of my teammates and I'm one of three survivors. And we had a total uh, catastrophic kill with civilians included to include 56 people died that day. So it uh, dramatically changed my life. Um, I had roughly around nine reconstructive surgeries at Walter Reed. So I took shrapnel in my chest, um, my majority of my left leg, my right leg, and then my wrist has also um, been rebuilt as well. So uh, it's been a very long journey for me. You're, you're the bionic man, the bionic ranger, <laughs> yeah. the park service. Well, it's uh, very interesting to people who, who've never seen combat and hopefully never will, but uh, to find for them to know what it's like and the sacrifices that people like you and me and all these other people who are in the military are willing to take to keep our nation safe. And uh, everyone does a really great job. We really need to thank you for your efforts, not only at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, but the Korean War Memorial, the Eisenhower Memorial, and uh, they, they just go on and on. And there are currently two more memorials two memorials that are going to be built. One will be the Global War on Terror Memorial. It's probably four or five years off. Another one will be the uh, Desert Storm Memorial. And that that is uh, probably a couple of years off, but uh, everyone has nice designs. And so they're creating more work for guys like you. <laughs> they hire some more rangers or get more volunteers, but you've got... Uh, a lot of volunteers out there and, and a lot of people who ought to think about uh, becoming a volunteer at the, these monuments. And you know, it's, it's so interesting to just to meet the public and to welcome the many international visitors who come to see well, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in particular, but uh, it's fantastic. Well, we wish you the very best and uh, thank you so much for serving your country, not only in Vietnam, but elsewhere. And uh, my prayers are with you. Bless you, my son, the, the Bionic Ranger. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's an honor and a privilege to be there. And one of the things that uh, I don't necessarily like waking up at 4.30 on a Saturday to, to do this, but um, I'm standing on the, the shoulders of greatness of something that you've built. And uh, it seems to be a trend that, that's going to be moving forward. And it's job security. But... I like to tell my volunteers and the, the groups that are coming in is that you're volunteering for the National Park Service, but you're volunteering for the community, but you are giving back to this great nation, which so many men and women have sacrificed their lives to protect and defend. So it really is an honor to be able to do something like this and to be able to give back. Um, and that means everything.